Let's pay attention. God is wonderful in his saints. Bless God in the congregations. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, before faith came, we were confined under the law, kept under restraint until faith should be revealed, so that the law was our custodian until Christ came, that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a custodian, for in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no better than a slave, though he is the owner of all the estate. But he is under guardians and trustees until the date set by the father. So with us, when we were children, we were slaves to the elemental spirits of the universe. But when the time had fully come, God sent forth his Son to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands upon her, and immediately she was made straight, and she praised God. But the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, There are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord answered him, You hypocrites! 
Does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to water it? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? As he said this, all of his adversaries were put to shame, and all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A recent study, which was just conducted this past July, has discovered, I said to myself, surprise, surprise, that we're obsessed with our phones. <laughs> the heaviest smartphone users click, tap, or swipe on their phone 5,427 times a day, according to research. Now that's just the top 10% of phone users, so one would expect it to be a little excessive. However, the rest of us still touch that addictive thing 2,617 times a day on average, and that's no small number. The research firm that conducted the study, which specializes in consumer reactions to products, recruited 94 uh, Android device users and installed a special software on their smartphones. The tool tracked each user's quote-unquote interaction over five days all day. And by every interaction, the researchers mean every tap, type, swipe and click. They call these things touches. Averaging out the numbers, the figures just mentioned, mean the heaviest users are touching their devices a couple of million times a year. And the average users about a million times a year. This begs the question, how many taps, types, Swipes and clicks take place between us and God in a day, or in a week, or in a year. If the number of times we were in contact with God on a daily basis could be tracked, would we be shocked by the result? Would it be because of how often or how infrequently we reached out? To him. First of all, brothers and sisters, we must remember that 
it was God who first reached out to us. Our sacred scriptures teach that on the sixth day of creation, quote, the Lord God formed man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man. And while he slept, God took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman. We see here very vividly how the caring and gentle hands of God himself formed and fashioned us in the beginning the hands of the Father being the Son and the Spirit. And when the human race had strayed far from God and become crooked on account of ignorance, sin, and many deceptions by the evil one, God came again to his creation, but this time in a much more intimate manner. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, writes the evangelist John. The very word and son of God, through whom all things were made, came to touch his creation by becoming himself a man, his divinity anointing his and our humanity. This same Jesus Christ the God-man, we encounter once more touching his creation in this morning's gospel reading. As he encounters a woman who is bent over and crooked because of a certain malady she suffers from, he calls out and says to her with his compassionate yet commanding voice, Woman, you are freed from your infirmity. And then next, what do we hear? Then he laid his hands upon her, and immediately she was made straight. The Creator touches his creature and heals it. The righteous one reaches out to his hunched over daughter and makes her upright. This woman can be understood to symbolize all of humankind. For the gospel says that Satan had bound her in this crooked condition, meaning that the devil had caused the human race to turn away from God and become bent over through sin, sickness, and idolatry. Instead of facing upward toward heaven and godly things, as intended, the human race turned downward, fixing its attention and cares on earthly and base things. Instead of turning outward toward God and his fellow human being, man turned inward, becoming consumed with self-love and selfish gain. This crooked condition, the Son of God came to make straight, to reorient us toward heaven, toward God, toward
toward our neighbor. Since God, through his own initiative, fashioned us and in Jesus Christ has refashioned us, I now return to my original question. How many taps, types, swipes, and clicks take place between us and God on a given day? How many touches are there between us and God every week? St. James writes in his epistle, Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Draw near to him, brothers and sisters, through prayer, that great gift of converse with God. Or as St. John of the Ladder describes it, prayer is by nature a dialogue and a union of man with God. And St. Theophon the Recluse teaches us, prayer is the raising of the mind and of the heart in God to praise and thanks and supplicate. The mind in the heart stands consciously before the face of God. And how often can we do this? As often as we want. How often should we do this? Or rather, how often do we need to do this? Pray without ceasing, says St. Paul to the Thessalonians. And to the Ephesians, he writes, Pray in the Holy Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people, he says. We should learn from these words that we are able to touch God and encounter him through prayer at all times, in every circumstance, on all occasions. When blessed and good things happen, we bless God and thank him. When challenged or tempted, we turn to God for strength. When downcast, we offer up tears and cries to our Lord. When we fall into sin, we repent and entreat God's mercy. When weighed down and bent over from stress, we seek God's touch and relief. When confronted with a dilemma, we go to the source of wisdom for the solution. When contemplating the wonder and beauty of nature, we praise and glorify the creator and king of the universe. In short, I repeat what St. Paul said. On all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests, pray in the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and so, my fellow Christians, let us take a lesson from the absurd number of times the average persons touch their phone and strive to reach out to God more and more at all times, in every circumstance, on all occasions, for what breath is to the body, prayer is to the soul. To God be the glory forever. Amen. <clears throat>